Being a Stargate fan can be frustrating and confusing. MGM recently announced that they were shutting down their official Stargate website at StargateCommand.co and instead focusing online efforts on their YouTube channel. That's right, you heard correctly. MGM is scrapping the subscription-based Everything Stargate website after only two years of activity in lieu of their 75,000 subscriber YouTube channel. And while that may sound exciting for fans who couldn't quite talk themselves into the $20 annual subscription, make sure you read the fine print before getting too excited about their YouTube channel. While you will be able to watch old interviews with the casts and crews on YouTube, you will not be watching the three films, 10 seasons of Stargate SG-1, 5 seasons of Stargate Atlantis, 2 seasons of Stargate Universe, nor even Stargate Origins, which was the series used to coax fans into paying for their subscription service in the first place. We'll tell you where you can watch all your favorite Stargate content in just a moment. But first, let's take a look at what's really happening to the future of one of your favorite science fiction franchises. You've heard this story, right? A dog is in a car going for a ride. He's happy, excited, and curious as to where his master is taking him. The man in the front keeps smiling and looking back at the dog. Good Fido. You're a good boy. Yes, you are. And the dog is hopeful that his loving master is taking him somewhere fun that they can be together. The dog is the definition of loyalty. Then, after 10 years of riding in the damn car, it comes to a stop in the middle of nowhere. The dog gets a nice pat on the head, and then the man jumps in the car and speeds off, leaving it in the middle of nowhere. And of course, you realize now that the dog is all of us Stargate fans, and the driver of the car is MGM. And the dog is just now starting to realize it has been abandoned. By the way, Please do not leave your unwanted dog in the middle of nowhere. Take it to a shelter, which is really what we wish MGM would do. Dear MGM, please sell Stargate to a streaming service willing to treat your property with the respect you can no longer give it, but it truly deserves. With this new YouTube announcement, the message is clear. MGM has no intentions of bringing us new Stargate adventures anytime in the near future, and what we are about to show you is that they likely never had any intention of bringing a quality new series to fans. From the moment MGM went into bankruptcy and shut the door on Stargate Universe, new leadership would turn its back on the longtime successful franchise. After the end of Stargate Universe, MGM has done their best to deflect, push down the road, and placate fans who desperately want to continue the Stargate story. And this starts all the way back with Joe Flanagan, who played John Shepard on Stargate Atlantis. Flanagan approached MGM when the embers of Atlantis were still cooling and Universe was unceremoniously ended. Flanagan broached a deal to lease the Stargate brand for 10 years to continue making content and secured funding from investors to create a full 20-episode Season 6 of Atlantis. The plan had been fully fleshed out with MGM supporting the move and Flanagan and his investors moving forward to make it happen. Then MGM filed bankruptcy and Spyglass Entertainment executives took charge of the spiraling company. Flanagan reached out to the new executives, but they were more interested in working with the original Stargate writer and director Roland Emmerich to create a new story outside of the TV show storylines. 
Spyglass's position on the TV franchise at that time was confirmed by Elena Huffman, who played Tamara Johansson in Stargate Universe. During an interview with GateWorld in 2011, she explained that Brad Wright, creator and showrunner of Stargate on TV, had tried very hard to put a movie together. But Spyglass was not interested in Stargate and would not fund a movie that continued the television series. It feels like this mentality never changed, even though the Stargate movie reboot imploded in November 2016. But before we take you from the failed movies to where we are now, let's have an honest moment. In a Variety interview in 2016, Jonathan Glickman, president of MGM's Motion Picture Group, recalled that when he ascended to his position in 2011, the Stargate property had been dormant, and for lack of a better term, had played itself out at that moment. Those were his exact words. So it sounds like from 2011 when Glickman took over to at least 2016 when the movie reboot self-destructed, Stargate on TV was played out. What does played out mean? Webster defines it as being worn out or used up, tired out or spent. That's funny because we don't remember Stargate fans feeling that way at all. No one wanted Atlantis to stop. And while there was complaining about Universe, fans were coming around to it, but it never got a chance. No, the reality is that TV shows are a gamble, and a show like Stargate, if done correctly, is expensive to make, and there is no guarantee on a return on investment, especially when you are a company who doesn't own your own network. Unfortunately, movies are a more cost-effective gamble, and both Spyglass and MGM have a lot of experience making films. Plus, two hours of shooting is a lot less expensive than 20 hours, and it's easier for a studio to micromanage a movie and keep it on budget, which is a big reason why the reboot failed on the big screen. So with the movies leading to a dead end, fans were starting to grumble once more about new Stargate content. With MGM's post-bankruptcy philosophy of co-producing movies and TV shows to mitigate their risk of loss, there was no way they were going to take a chance on Stargate without a reward with no risk. CBS was developing a new Star Trek series after a longer hiatus than Stargate. Sci-Fi was working on a then-unknown Expanse TV show, and Fox's The Orville was still an unknown quantity. But online streaming was getting hot. Netflix was doing well, and Hulu was starting to grow. The subscription model for content was proving to be a success, and MGM was making money airing episodes of all the TV shows on Amazon Prime and Hulu. But perhaps they could kill two birds with one stone by creating a subscription service that fans would pay for with access to everything Stargate so they could make money and make the fans happy at the same time. Perhaps they could even do some original content to get subscribers to flock in and MGM could make a profit off of Stargate without really doing much or spending much money. This is what Stargate is for MGM today. Smile for the fans, tell them something is coming, but never have any real intention of delivering. Dean Devlin, co-creator of the original 1994 movie with Emmerich, points to the studio's desire to save money versus create something of quality as the main reason why the movies couldn't be made. And that is where Stargate Origins comes in. The low-budget Stargate Origins webisode series premiered with three episodes on Valentine's Day in 2018 and a 104-minute feature cut titled Stargate Origins Catherine was released that June so you could watch the whole thing at once. 
While critical reviews were not kind to the performances, and skeptics dismissed it as a ploy to drive subscriptions to MGM's new streaming service, fans who missed Stargate stories treated it with kid gloves. I mean, did the gate look like you could pick it up with one hand and carry it away? Yes. Were the special effects weak? Yes. But it was a Stargate story. And following Origins, there was a collective holding of everyone's breath. Did Origins do well enough for MGM to create new content on their new service? Crickets. The lack of response from MGM was loud and clear. If they can't make a cheap series and have the fans flood in, they won't be making anything. And when you think about it, it makes so much sense. Why would fans pay for a complicated streaming service like Stargate Command when they can watch all of the old content they want on Amazon Prime or Hulu subscriptions they're already paying for? There were a few neat extras, but was it worth $20 a year? And just as fans were getting the message loud and clear that Stargate Origins was just another failed experiment, Brad Wright does an interview in January 2019 on Nurks of the Hub podcast. He explains that he has been in contact with MGM about the Stargate brand. The man who had fathered Stargate in every iteration of the TV show until the cancellation in 2011 was back in the picture, it would seem. Wright said that MGM realizes Stargate is a genuine franchise and they are taking it seriously. He said fans shouldn't expect a full-fledged new TV series anytime soon, but MGM seemed open to conversations and was receptive of his wish to honor the hundreds of hours of world-building and television that had already been created. Wright's message to fans was that while he doesn't expect a show to appear around the corner, Stargate is an important part of the MGM library, and they're working on it. Sounds familiar, right? Well, Earth to Brad. They are using you, sir. In an attempt to keep the villagers with their torches and pitchforks away, they sent you out to speak to the mob and provide insincere hope that we all fell for. And this isn't Brad's fault. He was duped just like the rest of us. And we say insincere because a month after Brad told everyone to go home, there's nothing to see here, MGM announced the launch of Epics Now, a new streaming service that is a spin-off of the premium cable channel Epics that MGM went into debt for two years before at the cost of $1 billion. Yep, you heard it, $1 billion. Now, the service does have 15 million subscribers who pay $6 a month, so MGM is going to need almost 12 years for Epix to earn back what it cost. Now, let's just forget the fact that Epix Now is one of the last streaming services you will likely consider paying for after Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, but then you have CBS All Access and Disney Plus, Apple TV, Warner Media, and NBC Universal. MGM doesn't have 12 years. MGM is standing there with epics now, like Mufasa holding Simba over his head as the stampede of wildebeests bear down on him. Too soon? So if you're MGM and you're facing this wave of coming competition, wouldn't you do everything you could to get ready? You'd start by putting your largest fandom intellectual property on your streaming service, right? If you really cared about crushing it and leading the industry, that's what you'd do. You'd pull everything back from other streaming services and make it only available on yours. We've seen 2 million view Stargate videos on YouTube. 
the potential Stargate subscribers are there, not to mention the hundreds of movies and TV shows in the MGM library. They could make a serious play. So what gives? It just doesn't make any sense. Only two months after launching Epics Now, MGM announced a projected 40% profit loss in 2019 because they are, quote, investing in new content to grow the service, unquote. What? Is Stargate so loathed by MGM that they think people won't watch it and must go buy new content instead? What does that say for what MGM really thinks about Stargate? After all this, does anyone really think MGM is leveling with us, or Brad Wright for that matter? Maybe MGM is just trucking along hoping someone will buy them out or offer a merger. That would be a gift for us Stargate fans, because the franchise is going nowhere as it is. And Epix is going to fail epically. Also, if you think MGM is cooking at the box office, think again. They are currently earning two-tenths of 1% of global movie market shares since 2010, with Creed II being the only movie to earn over $100 million. The writing seems to be on the wall. And now, with this latest move to YouTube, yet another risk-free cash grab, it's not a surprise they canceled Stargate Command. It's the first thing that makes sense.